Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? Written and read by Danny Stack. Chapter 32. Pest Control. Billy was still trying to catch up with Uncle Derek, but she last saw him running by the laundry and hadn't caught sight of him since. She was tired now and starting to lose hope. She needed a boost, anything to keep her going and to stop Uncle Derek. To Billy's surprise, Diane appeared from behind another caravan and ran alongside her to join forces. Billy perked up immediately. This was the boost she needed. What's Derek up to? asked Billy. The park's struggling, Diane replied. No one will buy the place, so he thought he'd burn it down instead. With a little help from Mr Slug. Perfect name for him, by the way. What are we going to do? We've got to stop them getting to the office. But it was too late. Uncle Derek had reached the head office. He paused for a moment to check that no one was watching, then moved confidently towards the door. Smack! The door opened unexpectedly and slammed into Uncle Derek. He slid down the door, thoroughly dazed. Cyclops was in the doorway. He was the one who had opened the door in Uncle Derek's face. Cyclops punched his fist in celebration. He automatically went to take a blast of his oxygen mask, but he paused. He was outside. He was perfectly fine. He took a deep breath of the great outdoors. It felt good. Mr Slug arrived at head office, panting with exertion, and saw Uncle Derek lying on the ground. You marble, he said. Diane and Billy were right behind him, so he ran off before he could get caught. When they arrived at head office, Diane and Billy could see Uncle Derek was going nowhere. You get Derek, I'll get Slug, said Billy, and she raced after Mr Slug. Diane turned to Uncle Derek with a confident smile. It's all over, Derek, she said. She pulled him up by his arm and kept a tight hold so he wouldn't run away. She decided to join Billy and help her catch Mr Slug. While Diane was dealing with Derek, Mr Slug ran up a hidden path that took him away from the camp towards the cliffs. He paused to see who was still chasing him. He was surprised to see Billy running up the path. She was persistent. He had to give her that. But as he turned to escape once more, a large sci-fi duvet landed on top of his head. Mr Slug couldn't see that Swindon was the person responsible for impeding his escape. He flailed with the duvet, trying to see where he was going, but he fell to the ground. Billy raced towards him and sat on Mr Slug to make sure he couldn't move. Swindon stood over them both, proud that he'd helped catch Mr Slug, finally proving to Billy that he was a useful member of the gang. Too late, Slug Pellet, he said, and sat on a nearby bench. We're the pest control around here, said Billy. She glanced at her brother and gave him a reassuring nod. Billy and Swindon working together. Nice. Diane arrived, pushing the dazed Uncle Derek in front of her. The two police came from the other direction, finally catching up with the activity. Billy looked at Swindon, then Diane, wondering how they were going to explain what had happened. She knew everything could go wrong from this point onwards, especially if the police didn't believe them. Chapter 33 Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? Billy gulped, afraid that the police officers were going to arrest her and let Uncle Derek and Mr Slug go free. She was worried the police officers wouldn't believe her. She was just a kid, and in her experience, adults never believed kids when it really mattered. What's all this then? said the male police officer. Yeah, who's the bad guy at the end of this wild goose chase? asked the female police officer. Him. He killed Nelson Nutmeg, cried Billy pointing at Uncle Derek. There's been a murder, asked the male Roser. Uncle Derek, still a little dazed, saw his chance to talk himself out of trouble. Yeah, Diane, tell them, 
Tell them who killed Nelson Nutmeg, he said. Billy Swindon and the Rogers turned to Diane expectantly. Yes, okay, I killed Nelson Nutmeg, she said. Billy and Swindon gasped. What did she just say? And she's been trying to burn the place down. I've got the evidence right here, said Uncle Derek, producing the ripped portion of the insurance claim. Insurance scam and a murder, said the male Rosser. I don't like the sound of the paperwork on this one, said the female Rosser. No, I killed Nelson Nutmeg because I am Nelson Nutmeg, Diane explained. Billy stared at Diane, completely stunned. I have been for three years. I couldn't bear it any longer, Diane continued. I tried to convince Derek we could turn the place around, but he wouldn't listen. He wanted to sell it off. I was just a silly mascot, so I knew I couldn't be Nelson any longer. Billy couldn't believe what she was hearing. She cast her memory back to the night she witnessed Nelson Nutmeg being pushed off the cliff. I won't let you stand in my way anymore. Forget it, this is the end of Nelson Nutmeg. I told you to back off. Ah! She definitely remembered Nelson Nutmeg going over the cliff. I threw Nelson's suit off the cliff, said Diane. I threw Nelson's suit off the cliff, said Diane. It was time for me to grow up and take charge. I picked the suit up from the beach and started to burn it. I wanted to have a fresh start. So you've been Nelson Nutmeg all this time? asked Billy. Of course. Why didn't you say anything? asked Swindon. Say what? I didn't think you kids cared about Nelson anymore. Yes, we do, said Billy and Swindon in unison. Don't listen to her, kids, Uncle Derek protested. She's been lying to you all week. But Diane wouldn't let Uncle Derek interrupt her. With the granddadster sick, I knew I really had to make a go of it and save the place. I was only trying to be an efficient manager. Maybe I took things too seriously. But I didn't realise Derek still had someone on the inside, sabotaging everything, even selling off parts of the park to his dodgy mates. I even hired in a proper actor to be the new Nelson, said Diane. Wait, hang on. So, who was killed? asked the female police officer. Keep up, Rosers, said Billy. Nelson's costume was the only thing that died, said Diane. Where is this suit then, Diane? Hiding the evidence, eh? said Uncle Derek, as his last-ditch hope of saving the situation. And where's the young boy called Woody? asked the male police officer. He's been missing all night. His parents are worried sick. Yes, where's Woodford, Diane? said Uncle Derek, as if that proved his whole point. Billy thought it didn't look good for Diane. The police officers seemed to be believing Uncle Derek's side of the story. But then a voice called from behind them. Hey, are you nutjobs looking for this? It was the colonel. She gestured towards Woody next to her. That's who the Cyclops had taken her to see. Woody looked a bit dirty and ragged, but he proudly held Nelson's head aloft. Uncle Derek sighed, knowing the game was up. Cyclops's friend showed me where Nelson's head was, Woody said. I waited for the tide so I could reach it. I waited all night in case it washed away. He turned to the colonel. I didn't want to let you down again. The colonel looked cross with him, but then gave him a big hug. All right, let's not get all wonky about it, Woody said bashfully. The Rosers looked flummoxed. Let's just take these two, said the female Roser, and she grabbed hold of Uncle Derek. The male Roser lifted Mr. Slug up from the ground. Yeah, you can't go around murdering people, said Woody. No, wait, said Uncle Derek in protest. It was Diane. I'm innocent, I swear. And him, he did it too. Shut up, you idiot. We've been rumbled, you marble, said Mr. Slug as the Rosers guided them away. Diane, Billy, the Colonel and Woody followed the Rosers down the path. Swindon was the last to go. He decided to stay seated on the bench for a moment to enjoy the view. He took off his flappy hat and ran his fingers through his hair. 
feeling satisfied that he no longer needed to believe in nincompoop crazy stories. Chapter 34 The Original Nutter Diane, Billy and the Colonel watched the Nelson's retreat flag unfurl on its pole and flap in the wind. Diane turned to Billy. I've got a surprise for you, she said. She gestured to one side and Billy saw a familiar looking boy walk up to them. Shiv, Billy said. They exchanged a friendly fist bump rather than any emotional hugs or anything too soppy. Where did you go? asked Billy. My parents, big argument, took us home, he said. They asked Diane to keep it quiet. Besides, I couldn't let that be the last time I saw you and the gang. He smiled. What did I miss? Billy returned his grin. Oh, not much, she said, acting very casually, then turned to Diane. Sorry I didn't trust you. I could say the same to you, said Diane. What's going to happen to the park? I think we can turn it around. They returned their gaze at the flag. The colonel gave it a salute and the others copied her. A salute felt very appropriate. Good times, said Shiv. You were a good Nelson, Billy said to Diane. Thanks, but I don't think I can do it anymore. Time to move on. You don't want to be getting all grown up on us now, do you? said a familiar voice behind them. Jeff, said Diane, turning to see the granddadster himself. He was standing there carrying a suitcase and wearing a Hawaiian shirt, complete with a holiday necklace. I thought you were sick, Diane asked. Homesick, maybe, said Jeff. Sounds like little Derek's been telling all sorts of lies. But I hear you've been keeping the spirit of Nelson's retreat alive. We all have, said Diane, smiling at Billy, Shiv and the Colonel. Jeff looked to his left. My new friend here has a special gift for you. Everyone turned to see Woody, who was holding a brand new Nelson's head. He stepped towards Diane and handed it over. What do you say, Nelson, the original nutter? Jeff asked Diane, for old time's sake? Diane stood there holding Nelson's head, wondering what to do, but she smiled, realising there was only one option left now. Jeff the Grandadster stood by the pool with Diane next to him. She was dressed in Nelson Nutmeg's costume, but held Nelson's head to the side so everyone could see that she was the real Nelson Nutmeg. A crowd of children gathered in front of her, eager for some nutty action. Diane caught sight of Swindon, who was standing apart from everyone else, looking quite dapper and grown up. He gave her an encouraging smile. Diane shrugged as if to say, why not, and put on Nelson's head to complete her Nelson nutmeg image. It's time for Nelson's nutty hour, bellowed Jeff. This sparked the crowd of kids to life. Nelson, 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 they shouted as they danced around Nelson nutmeg, delighted to have him, actually her, back. Billy Shiv, the Colonel and Woody watched the kids dancing with Nelson nutmeg and doing bad versions of the squirrel shake. It all looked decidedly lame to them. They were too old for this kind of stuff. Well, that was before, at the start of this adventure, but not anymore. Billy gave Shiv a playful nudge, and she led the gang into the heart of the crowd of kids. Billy and the gang started dancing, shouting and doing the squirrel shake, enjoying the fun. Sometimes, it's okay to be a kid.
been listening to Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? It was read by Danny Stack from his own novelization of the film. To find out more and watch some clips from the movie, visit nelsonnutmeg.com. <laughs>